Welcome to Mind Your Mind. Mind Your Mind podcast is for busy people like you who want to enjoy life and free up their time and emotional space by learning valuable tools for self-care and mindfulness. Our weekly topics are filled with compelling discussions and practical solutions to increase your productivity and healthy living. I'm your host, Joseph Tropper, and I'm honored to have you here with me today. Welcome to episode 28, Six Ways to Give and Receive Love. Now, you might ask yourself, what does this have to do with a mental health segment? I mean, it sounds very romantic and everything. But if we think about how study after study shows that people that are in healthy, loving relationships live longer, are healthier, and have more fulfilling and enjoyable lives, we could see that love is very, very powerful. Not only that, but I believe that one of the biggest impediments uh, for people not having love is their inability to love themselves and their inability to be vulnerable and to accept themselves. And so I want to suggest six ways to learn how to give and receive love, because I believe that this will greatly enhance your mental health and general well-being. So let's get started. I'm going to start with a quote a little longer than what I like to quote. However, I think that it really summarizes the topic very well, and it's by Brene Brown. And she writes in one of her books, until we can receive with an open heart, we're never really giving with an open heart. When we attach judgment to receiving help, we knowingly or unknowingly attach judgment to giving help. And I think this is just such a brilliant explanation of how we run away from being vulnerable because if we're not able to receive and just allow ourselves to take in the love, then quite frankly, some of the love that we might be giving out might be filled with judgment and might be incomplete. And so when we could just allow ourselves to take in that love, this really changes everything. So let's go through six things you could do to make these differences. Number one is Learn the Love Languages by Gary Chapman. And uh, Gary Chapman is a therapist who practiced for many years. And in 1995, he wrote a best-selling book that is very, very popular about the five love languages. And he goes through what they are, um, gift-giving, quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, and physical touch. And without going into that in too much detail, the bottom line is that you may give love and you may think that you give love. However, the person that you're trying to give it to might actually need to experience it in a different way. So, for example, I was one time at the zoo and um, I was waving to a monkey and monkey monkey waved back. And the monkey did a very, very nice gesture. It took a chewed up piece of banana that it was eating and it offered it to me. Now, I don't know if it really was going to let go or if it was just trying to play. But the point is that for me, I was very touched because he was giving me what he thought was something that I would like. Um, but only because that's something that he likes. Of course, I wouldn't have touched it. So when we give things to people, we usually give the things that we believe, um, you know, are good. And that's all fine and dandy. But when you're trying to give love, you have to figure out what is the love language that this other person talks. And Gary suggests that you find the top one or two, one and two things that talk to you and re- be more cognizant about how those things um, are things that you're often trying to give out to express love, but learn about the people in your life to see what they consider love. And just to go through each one, gift giving. Some people feel that love is expressed through gifts when they see that you're thinking about them and that you gave them something or gave them something thoughtful. That's a real expression. And again, gifts don't have to be expensive necessarily. They can be, but just some people like that as, as, as a means of expressing love. Quality time. For some people, if you just sit with me, spend time with me, get, show me the time of day, uh, that's a very great expression of love. Words of affirmation, and that just means uh, I like to get compliments. I like to hear that I'm doing something that's favorable in your eyes or that you're experiencing me in a nice, beautiful, uh, attractive way. 
Um, and that's a very, very uh, popular one. Uh, the next one is Acts of Service. And again, this is very popular as well. And I, I have not seen it to be anything gender related, by the way, all of these. I mean, everyone has different w- ways of expressing love and how they like to experience love. Acts of Service mean, let me see what you do for me or what you do for our home. Uh, when you do things for me, that shows me that you love me. You carry in the groceries, you clean up the dishes, you fold my laundry, um, you bring out something for me. So those acts of service can be very, very expressive. And they're not servitude. They're acts of service showing love and appreciation. And the last is physical touch. That one's probably also very well known. Some people uh, like the uh, the kinesthetic part of the touch, touchy-feely. Some people don't. So we want to just learn those love languages so that you could know what works for you and so that you could have a dialogue with the people around you. And uh, if you think about it and you start being more cognizant, you'll actually pick up patterns of what people like and you'll be able to deliver the love that you're trying to give anyway, but in a way that they'll actually be able to receive it. Number two, explore your foundations. So much of love has been taught to us from the moment we're born. We we get a lot of love usually from caregivers, from family, friends, relatives. I mean, we tell, we tell babies all the time, I love you, I care about you. We hug them, we kiss them. However, Sometimes if people, especially people that have issues receiving and giving love, look at your foundations. Look at what love has, has meant. Sometimes it meant guilt, obligation. Look at, look through what love means. And you might start learning where some of the resistance to your giving and receiving love is coming from. Number three is start by expressing it slowly. Don't be afraid to open up and share things. If you're feeling uh, something positive, about someone, just share it with them slowly and at a pace that you're comfortable with. But you got to start somewhere where you're just pushing yourself to actually express a minimal amount of love. Number four, be brave and be vulnerable. So open up and recognize that you're going to feel a lot better when you allow yourself to be vulnerable and when you say it's okay to be vulnerable. Number five, work on your own self-love and acceptance. And again, just like the Brene Brown quote, Oftentimes, we are resistant and we feel like, hey, I'm not lovable. Hey, there's something wrong with me. So therefore, we're not able to receive the love that other people are giving us. We're not able to accept ourselves. And therefore, we're not able to give a full amount of love as well. And so therefore, when we work on our own self and our own self-acceptance, our own self-love, there's so much that could change and so many insights that we could get. And finally, number six, embrace love as universal and natural. So love is a universal uh, language that all uh, people in the world have some way of expressing, whether it's through touch, feel, senses, expressions, words, actions, nose rubs, cheek rubs, etc., back rubs. There's all different ways, but it's always being expressed. It's a universal thing that we all know about. It's something that Paul Ekman has done a lot of research. People, You could read people's faces and see when love is being expressed. And it's natural. It's a natural thing that when we do something for others and we invest ourselves to help others, we start to feel a bond and a love, just like a parent to a child, just like people in relationships together and people in in all types of environments. There's different levels of love, but love is natural. When you start looking at it as universal and natural, then you'll give way to allowing yourself to feel that love. There's so many things that we could do to enhance our lives. When we add sincere love, it really changes everything. If you're struggling and not knowing how to fix these issues in your life where you feel like you just keep bumping into the same problems over and over again, go through this list of six things and try to make some small changes. You'll see, you'll see a big difference. If you need some help with coaching, just hop on my site and let's talk about what it would look like to work with me on these things. I've helped dozens and dozens of people with this exact issue of working on their self-esteem, working on giving love and accepting love. But to be honest, I've worked 
with thousands of people throughout my career. And there's always a little bit of just defining love and working on love and self-esteem in everyone that we interact with in the uh, mental health profession. And so look at yourself and see, is there something stopping me from receiving this love? And if there is, then there's something that's going to be stopping you from being able to give love as well. And we want to break down those barriers so that you could live a more fulfilling and enjoyable life. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to mind your mind. For more practical ideas and to make sure you never miss an episode, visit us at mindyourmindonline.com.